0: Hi everyone. My name is Joe Ray Colliers Associate Director and Head of Research, and welcome to a new episode of Colliers Insights Podcast, a podcast series where our experts comment on the latest real estate news and provide you, our listeners, with insights on issues affecting the Philippine real estate market. Our guest today is Lila Santelices, Senior Manager. Of advisory services. Now, Lila is one of our advisory services senior members and heads a team of market analysts who conduct research in key areas in Luzon outside of Metro Manila. She has been with Colliers for more than 10 years now, producing relevant market research for clients that include major players in the industry, including Ayala Land, SMDC, BMCI Homes. Century Properties, Rockwell Land, among many others. I am very curious on why these real estate firms need the expertise of Collier's advisory services and how this expertise in turn can help companies future proof their businesses, especially amid the current market condition and shifting consumer priorities and preferences. So let's start the discussion. Hi, Leela, Welcome and thanks for joining us today.
1: Hi, Julie. Thanks for inviting me this afternoon.
0: Can you, in a nutshell, explain advisory services and uh, the services that you offer to your clients?
1: Okay, um, I guess just a short no, description of what we do. So our group, the advisory services group, provides market studies, feasibility studies, highest and best-use studies, and uh, database subscriptions that provide timely and updated property market data and also trends in order to help our clients, uh, such as developers, landowners, and investors uh, look at the current property market, what are the market trends pre-COVID, post-COVID, which is backed by our on-field experience, also uh, data gathering that will help uh, reposition our clients' business in the market. So this data and insight market research will help them, our clients develop new strategies, uh, help them in informing their decisions, also taking advantage of opportunities in the market. What are the growth areas and possible gaps amid, you know, the current situation that we're in right now?
0: Great. Now, you mentioned growth, Lila. One segment that experienced growth over the past uh, few months is the horizontal market. And I also know that your team closely monitors the property markets of uh, Luzon. Now, can you quickly discuss the performance of uh, the horizontal residential segment, uh, especially in Luzon?
1: Uh, So for the Luzon horizontal market, uh, which we've been tracking Amid this pandemic situation, we've seen demand continuing still in key cities and provinces in Luzon outside of Metro Manila. That's for both the house and lot and the lot-only product. Although we've seen that the supply and demand are still not the same level as in the pre-pandemic um, levels, we see that currently the market is in direct recovery phase we saw some low launches and sales dipped back in 2020 when the pandemic hit. Um It dropped by about 28% um in, in terms of take-up and then launches even further down by 68%. But by this year, uh we see that consistent take-up of around 28,000 units. That's about the same level as that of last year. That's a great improvement from 2020, and we see that, uh, even 2022 full year might be able to exceed the 2021 take-up, which was at about 36,000 units. Um, and then most of those uh, sales are still in the house and lot uh, market compared to the lot-only market, which is only about 20% of the total sales. And mostly uh, the buyers in the house and lot market are driven by your end users, your OFWs, your investors who buy into the economic, the affordable segments. Although for the lots, we see that it's the luxury, the higher-end segment that is selling quite well, um, even this 2022. And we see that um, continuing, um, even moving forward.
0: Now, how are real estate developers responding to improving demand for housing? Are we seeing an overall exuberant attitude among um, key real
1: estate players? So we've seen developers slowly becoming more active, um, some even uh, becoming more aggressive, taking advantage of the opening up of uh, the economy, the country, as well as uh, take into account you know, the shift in terms of the preference of buyers. Uh, So we've seen launches picking up uh, this 2022, about 20,000 units already launched. That's about, well, that's as of the first nine months of 2022. Uh, That is about 80% of the 2021 full year figure. So we expect that launches might exceed also 2021 figures. So um, developers are starting to, again, launch more projects Uh, In the horizontal market, also, we've seen several announcements from developers launching townships or mixed-use developments, which are becoming more attractive to buyers. Since living in uh, a mixed-use project where the commercial, the work areas are within walking distance, that is a competitive advantage for, for these horizontal projects. So, we see that developers are Be more aggressive in terms of looking at larger uh, properties in order to offer townships or mixed use developments for buyers.
0: Now, you mentioned shift in preferences. Please identify and help us understand new trends for the house and lot and lot-only market and um, how are developers responding to this demand?
1: Uh, One of the recent trends that we've seen in the house and lot market Some of the bigger developers are introducing um, luxury price townhouse or duplex projects that are testing the high end market. We've seen some launches, particularly in Laguna. Um, They're offering three to four bedroom townhouses or duplex units that are already priced at around 20 to 30 million. Uh, but with floor areas of 140 to 200 square meters. So these are uh, targeting the investors, uh, some of the buyers who are looking at secondary homes. Uh, these are projects located in the New Valley and the Santa Elena golf club areas. So that's one of the house and lot uh, trends we've seen. For the lot only, uh, we've seen prices continue to grow even amid the pandemic. We saw high increases in terms of pricing in Cavite and Batangas in the south. Uh, where prices uh, have been growing by about 10 to 14 per percent annually since 2017. So, for example, in Cavite, back in 2017, prices per square meter were 12,000 on average, but now it's pushing 25,000 per square.
0: Which markets are doing well so far in terms of demand or take-up? And on a more micro level, which emerging locations um, should the developers explore?
1: Uh, Well, horizontal sales continues to be concentrated in the south. That market has been uh, established earlier than the north. So that's the Calaborzone region. Most of the horizontal inventory is actually located in Batangas and Cavite. So that's where a lot of the sales is concentrated, about 64%, and then about 30% is in central Luzon. Although the competition there already is quite tight, given that a lot of the developers are already positioned there. And then in terms of the north, Pampanga is still the leading province in terms of sales and inventory. Um, but other areas outside of the established ones, uh, we see provinces uh, where there are upcoming infrastructure projects, uh, that are further from Metro Manila. So these emerging locations, such as Quezon, uh, where the SLEX extension will, will pass through, uh, and even in Bulacan, uh, where of course the new airport will be located. So those are some emerging locations. Also, um in the north, we've seen developers launching townships in Tarlac and Bataan. So those our potential locations for future developments as um, land values that are also growing as well.
0: Thanks, Lila. Interesting insights on Pampanga, Bulacan, even as far as Quezon. So overall, what's your prognosis for the Luzon horizontal market?
1: So we see that the horizontal market will continue to uh, record you know, inconsistent take-up uh, since buyers are really looking at um, bigger spaces, uh, more green, green areas outside of the metro, uh, given that this is one of the shift in trends we've seen after the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. So we see demand continuing for the horizontal uh, market, particularly in the economic and affordable for the house and lot and the luxury products in the lot-only market, as I mentioned, uh, and particularly those projects within the townships or mixed-use developments Uh, that will have an advantage over the standalone residential projects. And also, upcoming infrastructure projects, where are those located? Um, Those areas will also see a pickup in terms of your new supply and also your demand. Um, So we see that this is also an effect of the pandemic and also the work-from-home trend that has seen buyers Uh, Look for more available land outside, larger residential spaces, uh, but still lower pricing, you know, compared to Metro Manila. That will really push uh, demand outside of of the Metro.
0: Sounds like a lot of work, Lila. You turn out the figures, (laughs) you dissect the information data on the horizontal market. Uh, You work on a lot of uh, Excel worksheets and PowerPoint presentations. So I'm curious, and I know our listeners are, Also curious uh, to find out, how do you de-stress?
1: When I find, you know, work sometimes stressful, I usually just sit back, relax and watch shows and movies, usually on Netflix. Sometimes I also bust out my guitar, sing some songs. If I have a few minutes to spare, I go play with my cats.
0: Thank you very much, Lila. Now I'll give you time to Netflix and chill. This discussion has been very enjoyable and illuminating and I am sure our listeners have learned so much from this episode. If you'd like to reach out to Lila to know more about advisory services, we will leave her contact details in the description box of this episode. Please also visit colliers.com to know more about advisory services. Before we end this session, do check out Collier's 2023 Property Market Outlook. We will provide in the description box of this episode the link where you can download this report. This has been Joe Bond and we hope you'll join us in our next episode of Collier's Insights Podcast. Bye everyone. Bye Dila. Thank
1: you, Billy.